So he says a beautiful shot that I want to elaborate on. He says that, and this is like this. So we're saying that every father is going to give a bracha to his children. So you can ask, you know, a guy can say, my son should be like the prime of Menashe. The male Yosef, he was the prime minister in the Mitzrayim. He had all the money. He was in a mockum to send his kids to the best schools. He was rich. He could have his children hang around the smartest people, the nicest people, the most brilliant minds. You know, his kids can end up, you know, uh, achieving Gavalika Madregas, what do I know? I've already graduated kindergarten, and I'm supposed to, you know, my kids are supposed to be like a friend of Menashe. What do I have? How am I supposed to, you know? So, um, the shot is that Yankov says to Yaisa there too, you went through a lot. 17 years you grew up in my house, gone fine. But after that, you were sold by your brothers. So, uh, not a very pushed experience. And you sold down the... Till 17 years, everything was gone fine, and then you had a little problem with your brothers. After that, you lived a life of misery. You, you were sent to Mitzrayim, you went down with the, the Arabs, you sold you the Potiphar, you had to deal with his wife, who was trying to be my honest you. You stood up to her, you got thrown in jail for 12 years, and you get out of jail, and you become uh, you become the the prime minister of Mitzrayim. And you're not a Balgaiva. Your brothers came down. You forgave them. You, but you had every reason to to be a total failure. You, you you lived a life where you were sold by your brothers to slavery. You worked with a Menachshefa. You got sent to jail for twelve years. You finally get out. You could have become who knows what. And you turned out to be an Adam Gadol. It's B'chor Yevorech Yisrael. Through learning who Yosef was and what he became, every Yid has the same opportunity to say, my children become like the friend of Menashe. If you, Yosef, were able to withstand your Yonis in life and still be able to bring these children into the world and raise them, is b'chad durch 
Because you, Yevorah Yisrael, we can, every, every father can give a bracha to his children. They can come like that. And so, um, and this is, uh, the, the mind of Yosef was that despite the Kisiyanis, he always believed that he was still an Odin Godel. When Aishas when, when, when Ratibah says, listen, my family gets the name written on the Choshen. I'm not messing with you. Right? My Zayda was a, was a, was a, was a, put on the Mizbeah. He was a Korban to the Kodesh Baruch We have, we become components to the Abish. We can't mess with things like this. Well, I'm not going to give in to, a, to, 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 to something like this. So we hope he gives yeah, so the, the bracha you can give your son is because everybody has their pekel, everybody has their nisyonis. And the chalamaisis, just like Yosef turned down to be able to produce an acclaim in the nasha, everybody has that kind of. Yeah, yeah. Say the challenges I have, I know they're Right, right, right. That's In you, through you, every year has that same that that same message that they can they can be. And so um, you find this this idea, you know, in a certain sense, is is also you see this from the, the parsha itself. The parsha starts over the chiyak rest of Shem Shai Shreishon, right? The chiyak But we don't talk much about these seventeen years. Again, they were the best years of Yaakov's life. He was Bishalva, he was learning all the time. He had his family surrounding him. Everything was Mabishkan Aden. Right? The Torah only talks about the first uh, the years, the hundred and thirty years that preceded it, where he Muchibza, where every single day of his life was his student. That's what built Yadavinu. Yadav became the Khira of us through the Muchrings, through Asaf and Ravan and Dina and the sale of Yosef. And through that all, he blighted Yaakov of Dina when he fought the battles and he stood up for it. That's what brings out the best in people. Right. So it's not only Yaakov. All the time is that way. You don't hear the one you right, right, right. It's only the one from the challenge. Right, right. Now, Vosner tells over that um, if you learn the Shabbos, he says, the safer Sech the Shabbos with the Hei Ayavia the Eagle Tal. That is the the essential safety. He says the Eagle Tal was gave Shiur most of his life. At some point he developed a machla in his throat and he could no longer give Shiur. He was very tzibrofen. So what did he do? He wrote the safer Eagle Tal. He says today no one remembers the Shiur, but everybody has an Eagle Tal. So you see that sometimes the biggest challenges create the greatest rochel. You never know where, you know, what what happens that brings about the greatest brachas. But that's uh, that's the challenges we have in life. You rise from the challenges, and, and uh, that's what brings out the godless of a person. So he says later on in the parsha, Yaakov says to, to Yehuda, in the brach he gives to Yehuda, he says. Um, so Pashid it means that he's going to wash his clothing with so much wine that you know he can use it for laundry or whatever but, but uh, there's a shot they say that the guy walks by a vineyard and he sees the grapes are, are blossoming and when the grapes are big and robust they look beautiful, they're red, they're shiny and he says to the farmer who uh, Harvest them already. 
said, no, no, not yet, not yet. Goes by a week later, they're starting to look a little bit more shriveled up, you know, and they're not the same bright red anymore. And he waits a little bit longer, and they're shriveled up even more. And a little while later, he sees the guys harvesting. He says, Shaitan, why don't you harvest it three weeks ago? And he says, listen, relax, relax. I know what I'm doing. Right? And then he takes all these grapes and he crushes them to pieces. And you got this big mush over here of, you know, Great peels and great nuts and who knows what, and he got the, and then he puts it all in a barrel, and a month later he serves in the most delicious wine. Right? So sometimes what appears to be the the damanovim, the life sometimes looks like the blood of the grapes. It looks like tangible things are going on, right? But susay. The word susa comes like asusa nefua, right? So sometimes the dama novim in life, the, the the time in life when things look to shmetered, and and like the dama novim when it's mixed up with all of the all the shmorim, that's really the refua. So Yaakov says to me, the shtels for the tzaros you went through, everything you had to deal with, and then you had to fight with Yosef, you took achrayus with the yomim, and you were able to give up your eternity. And all of that, and you thought, who knows what's happening over here? He's going to take Binyamin, and we're going to have to fight for him. Are you ready to tear down home and try him? And that Misa was the Damanov, that Misa, that was the Damanov in your life, the Susa, that was really the Refua. That brought about the whole reconciliation of Klaal Yusuf together. Mm-hmm. So sometimes your worst moments in life can be the ones that bring about the greatest Brocha. Uh, they tell a Misa that there was a, a, a Brocha, a Kosidisha Brocha. And he was about 26 years old when he hadn't found his bashet yet, which by Hasidim is probably Mishnazach, Mishnazach, Mishnazach. I once had a, uh, when I was living in Denver, a Hasidish Abrocha came to me, you know, raising money, whatever he was doing. And so uh, he was older, Bach, and he says to me, Can you find me a Shidduch? So I said to him, you know, Denver is not the, the mecca for Hasidish girls over here. But, you know, how am I supposed to find you a shidduch? So he said to me, so he, he said to me, if you really wanted to, you'd be able to do it. And I wrote that word, I wrote that down somewhere. But, that's, but, yeah, but he was right, you know, if I really, really wanted to. But, you know, uh, maybe I wanted to, but I didn't want to put in the effort that it would have taken. But I'll call upon him. Um, how much money do you want to say? But, <laughs> but I'll call him. So to so this book, we didn't have a shidduch anymore. And, you know, he, he finally, somebody read him a shidduch. The girl was coming to Eretz Yisrael from America. And he spoke to the shatch and he said, just try to make it work. And, and shatch tried, but the shatch told him, she's coming from America, but she already has three guys lined up. So, you know, you're not the first on the list. Uh-huh. And sure enough, he reads the paper a few days later, she, she's a cowl. So, you know, this was really like a big blow to him because he was, so a few days later, the father says, okay, we're going to, to, to one of the big forums, whatever, we go there, we're going to stop him. And so the day they were going to go, it was kind of snowy, so they took the kids along, the kids would have a good time, and the parents would go and dive by the forum. So they, they, they had a guy come drive them, and the driver comes. Just before they leave, an old man, uh, the an old man went to the neighbor's house, he needed something to drink, and finally comes to their house, and he knocks on the door, and he says, can I have a glass of water? I'm very thirsty, I just came from far away. 
So this book is, says, you know, the skid, you just can't eat more than water. The high rate just doesn't look, uh, it looks amazing. He just comes inside, he sits down at the table, car is honking outside, makes him a tea, cuts him a piece of cake, he sits him down, he schmoozes with him. And finally, after 10, 15 minutes, the guy ate and he's a freedom. So he walks him outside and he says, can you give me a bracha? I should find the basher. So the guy gives him a bracha. And they go to to, to Kever, and uh, shortly thereafter, he got engaged. So the day of his wedding, he sits down to write like, a letter to thank HaKadosh And suddenly it hits him. The day of his wedding is the day that the old man came to his house. And that's the day a year later he was getting married. It was like my worst moment. I'm, I'm ready. Everything's not working. We're going to the Davin by a kever, and this guy comes with a car waiting, and I could have been eager to go and not have patience for him, but I pushed myself, I fought with myself, and that's what pushed me. Sometimes what seems to be the difficult moments is, so you have to know that we all have that kayak within ourselves to rise above whatever adversity and become great people. And I think the end of the Parsha, this week we say Chazak, Chazak, and this Chazak. Now, why do you say it? The Parsha's we finished the Sefer. You know, Shimon Schwab says that a um, person who accomplishes something sometimes becomes complacent. You know, I've achieved. So we say, no, you didn't achieve. Keep going. Chazak, chazak, you have to pashtak in yourself. Right? It says that Chiram um, helped the Shlomo build the Beis So when the Torah talks about him, it's, it's referred to as Chiram. When they finished the Beis Hamidosh, it's by Yichal Chiram. Chiram finished to make the Beis Hamidosh. So Schwab says, you see over there, and as soon as the job was finished, he was reduced to Chiroin. He lost the vote. He came to Chiroin. You can't let that happen. Once you, you build, you build, you do things, you have to keep shining. You have to keep growing. So not only when we have difficult moments, all the time the person has to find that all you have to keep shining and have to shame and everything that he does. So I was thinking, Shimshin Pinkis has a minor that he says over, talks about five steps of growing, how a person can grow. And he bases it on a mimer, on a memory, on Sefer HaYetzirah. Sefer HaYetzirah uh, seems to be written by Avraham Avinu. At least it was a Messiah from Avraham Avinu, some say that Yehida actually wrote the Sefer. But there's a, there's a Mishnah or a Memrah that describes the Malachim. So, this is Kabbalah, the Seva Yitzira is not for, uh, you, know, you know, not for amateurs, but, um, so what it says, or he is probably deeper, but he wants to put some, you know, the through. So it says, there's five steps, to see To see them is like seeing a flash of light. Where, where they can reach is unlimited. The Dibroi Bahem Baratsu communicates with them back and forth, like there's a fire going back and forth. To whatever Hashem says, they come like a storm. But listen, they kiss them and they bow down before Hashem. So, 
I take it one one statement at a time. First thing is that Tzipiyosim Kemara HaBazak seeing a moth like a flash of lightning. He says, you want to achieve greatness. Greatness can be achieved with flashes. In other words, a person has a few minutes to learn. So a person can say, the mail, if this five minutes would make me the key danger, if I would finish Shas in five minutes, five minutes, what am I going to accomplish? He says, Greatness is gechap in flashes. If you can't cop it off, cop a flash of greatness. A person will say, if I don't talk much in horror now, so is vos. Then I'll just it next week anyway. So I may as well talk now. I'm not going to be the chotet chayim anyway. He says, no. Now you have a flash of the chotet chayim. That means greatness. To be yosim's kamara habozim, like the mice of the Ruben Bengis, who do the mice of the made a see him every few months. One day, made, one year made a see him. A few days later, made Nachasim. He said, Ruben, how do you finish? He said, this is a different question. I have a separate shot that I learned when I'm waiting for the bus, we're waiting for the Chos and the Kala to come to the Yichud room, we're waiting for the, the, the baby to come to the Sandvik, you know, I'm sitting in the barber shop, whatever it is, you know, somebody the highlights magazine, I have a favor in shots, right? So, <laughs> you, you, people have that the upper rhyme and, and you never, you'd be surprised how it adds up. Right? And so um, that that's the first you say this Spiyosa greatness can be grabbed in flashes. So don't don't you have an opportunity, grab it. It's a little bit of greatness, but that's the way you grab it. The other thing is Pulpaket, and Tachlisam ain't cates. There's nothing too small. I mean to say there's certain things that, if you did them, they're not necessarily going to write this on your tombstone. He picked up a piece of garbage. <laughs> but there are people who, they pick up the piece of garbage because it's the right thing to do. It's not the kind of thing that they're going to write books about. But it's a, it's, it's a clay, a kind. But it's a double caution, right? That's the, you know, there was a mice that there was a, a younger man that um, one morning he's in shul, and an askin comes over to him and he says, I want to give you a yashikoyah. He says, for what? He says, you brought Sholem Bayes to the Kaputnik family. He said, I brought Sholem Bayes to the Kaputnik family. What do I have to do with Sholem Bayes? He says, no, you know, we've been working with this family for years and nothing helps and you solve the problem. What are you talking about? He says, you daven and you, you know, basic message like Kesef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he says, was there a kid in the shul the other night that was learning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember there was a kid learning. There were mamas who come over. kid was learning such stock, such mamas, such a coils, and such a chloric. I told the father, this kid going to be a Rosh Hashim one day. He says, oh, you're the guy. He says, what are you talking about? He says, you have to understand that the shul buys problems. Usually, it has to do with the fact that you know, the husband or the wife are both and don't have a lot of self-confidence. So they fight with each other. You told his father he has a son who's going to be a Rosh Yeshiva. He came home and he said, Zelda, we have a son who's going to be a Rosh Yeshiva. We're Gavaldic appearance, right? And with that, they created Shomu Bayit. He says, you have no idea. He said a nice word to somebody. He just meant it to be nice. It wasn't like, uh, you know, I'm only saying something nice to people. But, but that is 
You know, that, that, that's a small thing. Tachlisa maintains, you never know, right? Sometimes you see somebody, you see a person who's a, a, a surim, person that has a difficult life, you see them in the street, you give them a smile. What about a normal person? Even a smile also makes them feel good. I, he's not going to need a therapist if I don't give him a smile. But it's a nice thing to do. You can't just talk. Sometimes you have to grab even the small things, you know. He gives a muscle, a kid goes to, you know, a kid goes to the mother on Arab Shabbos and he says, Mommy, I'm thirsty. So uh, in Eretz Yisrael, have something called petal, right? And you put the syrup in, and you, so she says she puts the syrup in, she puts it in the water, and so now she has to go get a spoon and stir it. She says, listen, he'll, he'll be okay without stirring it. She says, but that's a small mice, huh? but it's, it's a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah, it's a chesed. So you do it. I, it's not going to make a chilik. It's not going to make a major difference. They're certainly not going to write that on my tombstone, she stirred petal, but nevertheless, the tachlisa main case, you never know. I've right? uh, told many times the mice that the guy got the invitation to a chasta in Switzerland. Right? So, um, he looks at the invitation, he doesn't know who it's from, he calls them up. This, the invitation didn't only come as an invitation, came with the Switzerland. So the guy calls him, what's up, this, uh, who are you? He says, you are, you know, you're the main player in the chasta, so I want you to come. He says, what are you talking about? He says, I came to Panovich 15 years ago, you know, and I was a lonely bocher. I didn't know much. I came from Switzerland. I didn't have the background. Panovich was big. I was lonely. I called my parents. They said, so come home. I was about to come home. I walked to the base medrash. And you over to me, and you adjusted my collar. And uh, I said to myself, hey, somebody actually noticed me. I think I'll stay. I stayed 15 years, I got smicha, and I became a rogue, and here I am, thanks to you. That small mitzvah, Nosis Collar, saved my life, right? <laughs> and so, the Mela, so, so, you never know, Tachlisa Menkeit. It is a Dibroi Behem, Barotze Veshoit. The Vaishim speaks to them back and forth. It's a disease in life that sometimes there's ups and sometimes there's downs. It's constantly ups and downs. Right? When you, when you step down on a, on a ladder or on a staircase, you push down to propel yourself up. Sometimes you have to fall back to push yourself to go higher. So life is a constant give and take. The Bereshim wants you to it. He wants you to bet that you should help me strike more. So the Bereshim gives and takes and gives and takes. And that's the way we grow. It's a sort of malach and the difference. They come up, they fall down. They come up, they fall down. Bresha wants us always to beg Hashem to help us to climb, to climb, to climb. Never stop davening. There's a member in the Gemara that for every drop of rain, so when it rains, for every drop of Gishonim, the earth swells up to Tfachim. So that's the place when the, the Shemayim brings rain, the earth is also developing moisture from the bottom that meets the rain. But uh, he says, no, what it means is for every drop of rain there have to be two drops of tears coming from the ground. Nothing comes to this world without filler. So Boishim somehow takes away so we come back to Hashem and ask for more. Right? Boishim wants us to come to him. We need that connection. We need that relationship. So there's a give and a take and a give and a take back and forth. That has to be our relationship. So a person should never stop davening. If, if everyone was to freedom and no one had to daven, Hashem would destroy the world. You have to have that cash with that Kodesh It says that uh, Leah had, she davened and she got Yehuda and she said, she was, Hashem, because she thanked Hashem, she didn't ask for the son. Never 
there's always something to bet for. You have something good, ask for your neighbor, ask for your children, ask for something. But never stop asking for Hashem. Be remember what's to be shaved. The next section is the more they they will pursue the words of Hashem like a hurricane, like a storm. You have to be led with it. You have to have enthusiasm. You have to be fashion. Right? Everything you do, if you're doing it as a year, you should do it with an excitement, with an effervescence. You know, you, you come to Davin in the morning, you can come and be half asleep, and you know, you fall asleep, and you wake up and fall asleep. And also be sure you that's what the way it should be. It should be, you're Davin, you're excited, you think about, I'm talking to them, they're with Malchi, I'm walking, I'm a year. Uh, what could be more exciting than that? There has to be that mamish, that excitement of tribe, that motivation, that, you know, it has to be the way we, we, we live our lives. And, and if you do it that way, with that kind of... Uh, so it, 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 it's contagious. It catches on to people. The led to the kind of excitement that, that, that you have the Yiddish kind. And finally, with they kiss a after everything they have, they bow down to the Shemot. This the last stage. You have the right... Pieces of sparks of godless, clean the kite, and yet you're, you're davening, you're doing everything, and you finally succeed. What does that mean? He says, Marshal Moshe Rabbeinu, he said to Hashem, this Hanan and Hashem basically, ask Hashem for a matnasayim. Let's say there was a major crisis to cloud this room. Not that there isn't, right? But let's say, there would come a situation where, you know, to save all the Yidden in your city, you have to cough up $50 million to give to the, whoever the Russia is and save the Yidden in the city from expulsion or from... And you, that's what you're worth. You're worth $50 million. You gave away every penny to save the Yidden. So you gave away $50 million. You saved Klau Yisrael. You saved the people in the city. Now, a couple of days later, you realize you have nothing left in your house to eat. You gave away every penny. You have nothing. You have nothing left in the house. So you want to dive into Hashem. So you can go to Hashem and say, Hashem, listen, I just gave you all my money. Say, Klai, so Chachem, loaf of bread. Right? That would be one way to do it. He says, no, listen, I kiss him, Mishtach, and there's Shad. You gave me the opportunity to do a mitzvah of saving God's cloud in Israel. How can I thank you? You gave me the greatest opportunity. I'm asking the just can I have another matana? Can I have a loaf of bread? I, you know, with my kiss, I mean, you realize whatever Hashem gives you is, is you can't imagine what, how, how valid that is. You need something, you say, Shabbat a matana, not because there. It's all with my kiss, I you gave me the opportunity for this, you gave me the opportunity, you gave me so many zechus in the life, the Mishnah the Chabot Chaim, he said, thank Hashem for giving me the zechus, the right to Mishnah Bura. He could have said, look what I did for your children. He, he thanked Hashem for the zechus of being the Chabot Chaim, of being the... This is with my kiss, I mishtach, to recognize whatever we have is mamish and matana from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And, and to live life that way, that's... Uh, with that, we can say chazak, chazak, mischazik, to take these steps and these ideas and build on them and become greater people. It's like each one of them, every one of us, there is that great person that has a cell in the way, Kim, that has, uh, you're a chayl, getting infinite, that you are infinite. That's who you are. That's, that's who every, every year is. And so we should be saying, uh, 
Taka Chazak, Chazak and Nishchazay, ourselves for Klal Yishmael. Wow. So what part of the Yishmael is 